Should be working. Looks like it's working. Jackson! Zach! Hello. How you doing, man? I am doing well. How are you? I am... Pretty good. Are you on peak, pretty, peak pretty, height pretty of joy good. right now? Uh, I'm feeling all right. Oh, that weird cat's back again. Oh, double tap. Yep. He wants attention. <laughs> can feel the good energy. It's like it's a mentor. <laughs> uh, we went and saw a movie. We went to a theater. That's right. And saw a movie. We went on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie was not there. <laughs> she was. Physically, she was there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we went and saw Tenet. Tenet, Christopher Nolan. His newest John film. John Washington. Big Bobby Bats. Big Bobby Bats. That's right. We got to see him. Uh, we got to see Robert Pattinson do his fun little uh, Batman impression. He was in a suit, and I got Bruce Wayne vibes. He was doing, yeah, hardcore Bruce Wayne vibes. He was fantastic in this movie. Sorry, Jamie just wiped down the laptop, and I'm not sure why. Um, you're, you're sweating. <laughs> probably. I am so excited. <laughs> so Tenet's a, a wild ride. Tenet is a sci-fi action film. It is a Christopher Nolan film. Uh, palindromic in structure, which I found very interesting. Yes, now you got to explain what that is, because some people are just going to... So a palindrome is a word that is spelled the same backwards and forwards, like race car or mm. Tenet. That's right. Uh, the structure of Tenet is the same backwards and forwards. Yep. If you play Tenet backwards, you would essentially arrive at the same place. Yes. Yeah. Which is fun. Yes. He briefly dived into something like this, but it was just like sporadic time with Memento. Yeah. Well, Memento is just a backwards movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's fun. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan, he has like an idea. It's a fun idea. Yeah. Well, and then like, I don't know if you saw Dunkirk. Not yet. But Dunkirk is three stories over the course of the same day set in three different temporalities. Oh. So, like, one person's story is, like, over the course of an hour, another person's story is, like, over the course of a day, and another person's story is, like, over the course of a week, or something like that. Interesting. It's been a while since I've seen it. Huh. But, yeah. He fucks around with time a whole lot. He's a real Doc Brown. <laughs> That's right. Back to the Future. I almost said Fast and Furious. Back He's to the got Future. Big Doc Energy. That's right. Big Doc Energy. Back to the uh, Future. Inspired Chris Nolan. Yeah, probably. It inspired a whole fucking generation. Probably. That's to the he... point where they keep still hiring Robert Zemeckis. He hasn't made a good movie in fucking. He just keeps cashing those checks. Yeah. Good for him, man. You know. And they're like, oh, maybe this one will be the next Back to the Future, and they just keep doing it. That's right. Uh, we had, yeah, John David Washington. Yeah. Who was great. I, I love lo- him. I love him. Yeah. He is fun. becoming one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And I hope he continues to do things. Mm-hmm. Harvey Dent. We saw a preview. That'd be fun. Get him in. That would be fun. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you could be Harvey Dent for a whole movie before they do the Two-Face thing. Yeah. I want to, I want to earned. Yeah. I want to know Harvey. That way, that way when I see Two-Face, it's sad. Yeah. Um, this movie is weird to talk about because I don't want to spoil anything, but then everything's I mean, a spoiler. We have to, <laughs> we have to at the very least go into. We will, and but I want like a good chunk of a podcast where I don't spoil the movie. The movie, okay, it handles the time going forward and backward actually very well, like fascinatingly well. Yes, like it, you will not get lost, and it builds the mis. Yeah, okay, so. All the talk around this movie that I've seen online is people like, oh man, it's like Christopher Nolan doing Christopher Nolan shit. It's so confusing. I couldn't hear what they were saying. I don't yeah. understand what was happening. Like, what do you mean? No, like you never seen a movie, movie before? I don't understand. I, yeah, you just follow Like the you movie. have to pay attention to it, but 
I hope you're paying attention to every movie you watch. Otherwise, why are you watching a movie? Yeah, kill the time. Mm. Mm. Can't relate to those people. No, but this was fun. This Can't was... empathize. I wouldn't they... feel bad if they died. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Not people to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jackson takes the silence your cell phone very serious. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. Yeah, but very easy to follow when they actually do go backwards and forwards. That you're not like questioning what are we doing? What am I looking at? Yeah. You know pretty much what timeline you're watching. Right. No, and you tell they telegraph things exactly the right amount. Mm-hmm. Like. Um, Okay, we're not talking about spoilers yet, but no. earmark this for later. There's a point near the beginning of the movie where something happens and a character reacts to something in a certain way where you're like, oh, okay, check that for later. I think this might be what's happening. And then you get to that point later, and I was like, okay, yes, yes. rewarded. Uh, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, like, sus in the moment, and then it get, pays off very well. Yeah. Very well. Very well. Uh, who else is in this movie? Elizabeth Debicki. She's like six, uh, Zach eight. was deeply disturbed by how tall she is. <laughs> I think I think John David Washington. I think he's like five nine, like you said. Yeah, five and, nine. And five so nine. I'm seeing like the stark contrast of like that yeah. poor camera operator. When yeah, when they're best. in frame together, like he's standing on blocks or she's crouching down. Uh, I think Pattinson is like six foot or six one. Like he's on the yeah. taller side, but like tall for a normal. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know how tall uh, Kenneth Branagh is. <laughs> But don't know either. <laughs> he can't be that tall. No, no, that's just a that's just a guess. I completely forgot Kenneth Branagh was going to be in this movie, and then he showed up because I know he was in the trailers. Mm-hmm. But uh, here he is playing a Russian again. That's what he does best. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> niche. It's so weird that he's like found this niche niche in acting, but he's also like a filmmaker, and he makes like he act- is actively making movies. Huh? Yeah, that's how he funds his movies. He, he just plays a different Russian. Murder on the Orient Express movie, and then played Poirot in it. Mm-hmm. And now he's making a sequel to it. That was a fun movie. I didn't see it. Really? Yeah. It's worth it. It's fun. It's fun. I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I mean, it's fun. It's more than fine. It's fun, okay. fine. I it was. Know. It came out during that period where, like, if Johnny Depp was in something, I was like, ah. That's fair. He was in a lot for a moment there. But He's they, the one who dies, right? And it's I'm about not solving his anything. murder. Insane. That's anything. not a spoiler. If it's the, if it's a murder mystery, whatever. <laughs> they so they wanted to tease you that he would be in it for a long time, and he was not. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Which makes it fascinating. So spoilers for Murder on the Orient Express: Johnny Depp gets was, murdered at the yeah. beginning. I was actually very excited because then I was actually more emotionally invested in it because he's not in there a long time. So. Um, let's see, what else can I talk about without spoiling this movie? That's it, man, like... <laughs> that is it. Like, it, I don't want to ruin anything. There is a fight scene at the beginning of this movie, in a kitchen, in a restaurant. Yes. Like, Christopher Nolan, Love I think, heard our podcast, and was very hurt by what I had to say about the fight choreography in the Batman movie. He was. He really upped his game. <laughs> that, I it was looked awesome. Say, I was gonna say, the choreography There's in this movie... There's a great movie, fight scene. Are all great. And this was before there was any uh, funny business going on, so there was no like backwards and forwards shit. It was just a fight scene. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, he, it's true. He listened to, he. I'm going to try this Weekend Plans podcast to talk about my Batman movies, mm-hmm. and he heard this Jackson piece of shit just talking <laughs> hell of crap about his fight scenes. I would be honored if Christopher Nolan like, knew who I was and thought I was a piece of shit. <laughs> He's like, man, fuck you. How many Batman movies have you made? That is fair. I made two and a half good ones. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, everything's great in this movie. It's a fun ride. And uh, maybe we're biased because it's the first time we've been on a ride in a while, but whatever. I mean, I've seen new movies in the theater in that time. Here's the thing. I know that some of these were planned theatrical releases, uh-huh. but I've never seen a movie go direct to streaming that I watched and was like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've never seen one and been like, oh, this is a theatrical movie. That's fair. That unfortunately had to go straight to streaming. Every movie I've ever seen go straight to streaming belonged like, on streaming. You're like, that's, that's fine. I saw the new Mulan. Straight to streaming. Straight to streaming. That is a straight to streaming movie. <laughs> I get to see it. I saw, uh, what was that movie? Palm Springs. That was originally supposed to be a theatrical release. That belongs Straight to streaming. That was fine. I, I had a great time with that movie, but yes, I would not want to go to the theater to see that movie. It was perfect on streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So. so this movie was a theatrical movie. Yes, it was. It was meant to see it in the theater. I'm glad they held out for as long as they did. They were holding out for a long time. Mm-hmm. This movie was supposed to be out like almost a year ago. Yeah, well, when, when was that supposed to be? It was supposed to be like May, right? Yeah, because yeah. I mean Pattinson auditioned for Batman in the middle of this movie. Yeah. Making this movie. Yeah. Yeah, they shot it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and it's been out overseas for a while, and it's been mm-hmm. out in the States for a few weeks. I think so. Just based on, like, where it's open. It's one of my favorite stories. It's, like, him talking to Nolan. Nolan going, you're auditioning for Batman, aren't yeah. you? I smell Batman on you. <laughs> I know that smell. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It, okay, I think we just got to spoil it, because I think we got to get off our chest. Oh, one thing we can talk about pre-spoilers. Okay, all right, good. Uh... Since I haven't been in a theater since March, mm-hmm. it was so nice to sit and watch trailers again. Oh, the trailers. And the trailers were all fucking bangers. Yep. It got me so hyped that, like, hopefully things don't get worse and they shut the theaters back down. Because I'm so fucking ready to see just, like, everything coming out. There Those was a Bond trailer. Oh, the Bond trailer there was There was great. a Wonder Woman trailer. Wonder Woman trailer was also great. What was that other one that was just... Oh, the uh, the Black Panther one. The... Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, it was, it's called... Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah or something like that. Um, That looks fucking dope. Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Hopefully you can see that exact uh, trailer online because it is amazing. Lakeith Stanfield. It looks, yeah, really intense and great. I can't wait to see it. And uh, Dune, which I am very excited about. Yes, Dune looks great. Have you ever read Dune? No. Dune's a great book. And there's a terrible movie from the 80s directed by David Lynch. Oh, no. Based on the first book of Dune. That movie's insane and bad. Um, there was almost a movie made in the 70s by famous maniac Alejandro Jodorowsky. Oh, Jesus. There's a documentary of it. That, like, the making of that almost movie called Jodorowsky's Dune. That is one of my favorite movies ever made. Just oh the God. documentary is one of my favorite movies ever made. It's fucking fascinating. That is amazing. Yeah. I've heard good things about this dude. Like, some people have, like, seen... It looks great. Yeah. It looks awesome. And Denis Villeneuve is one of the best filmmakers working now. It's going to be fun. They have a lot of good actors, too. Mm-hmm. That Timothy Chalamet boy that everybody loves. Yep. That uh, Zendaya's in it. Yeah, Zendaya's in it. <laughs> Uh, Dave Batista. Dave Batista. We had um, he didn't have a beard, so it was throwing me off the entire time. Mm. Uh, not not Batista, but um, Josh Brolin. The him too. No, Aquaman. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're doing it too. Thank God. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Beardless Jason Momoa. 
He doesn't have a beard, I don't think. Yeah. Clean shaven Jason Momoa. It That's actually strange. threw me through a loop. I'm like, who is this man? <laughs> and then it hit me. I'm I like, think oh. Javier Bardem is in it. Yeah. He's like the leader of the Fremen. Javier Bardem. And then um, Poe Dameron, but he has a real name. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's in it. Yeah, He's... no, the cast is fucking box. Oscar Isaac is giving me hardcore Metal Gear Solid vibes, by the way, and it's breaking my heart. He looks like... They're making that movie. I know. I don't think they've casted. It's they've not too casted late. nobody. He's very little. Would he... Uh... <laughs> He's too old now. Is he? Mm-hmm. How old is he? He's like in his... Well, so Snake in like the first Metal Gear Solid, he's like 30. Late 20s. Okay. I, th- I don't know. I think he could probably pull it off. He's getting closer to Big Boss stage. I don't think I've ever played a Metal Gear Solid game. <laughs> Man, if you're going to play Metal Gear Solid, you have to hunker down and you got to go one, two, three, and then just enjoy them for what they are. J- uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 is a giant... Um, like, he's just paying homage to James Bond movies. There's okay. Reference to James Bond movies. The score is all James Bond themed. There's, like, James Bond kind of jokes in there. Uh-huh. It's all just like a spy. He wanted to make a James Bond game, but they, like, keep making Metal Gear. And so he just themes them different every time. Got and they're it. nuts. They do not make any sense. <laughs> but they're fantastic. There's spiritual stuff. There's people with superpowers. And then there's people without superpowers. I thought it was, like, a spy game. I mean, kind of. Okay. It's all a spy game. Okay. All right. This is spoilers now. Yeah, spoilers. Tell me. This is your warning. How'd you feel? I feel about the whole, like, him being his own boss, essentially. I really love this, this movie. movie. Um, <laughs> I really love the structure of this movie. Um, I, For me, Christopher Nolan has always been this, like, super fucking weird filmmaker that feels like if Stanley Kubrick and Alfred Hitchcock and Steven Spielberg all just, like, let their blood drop in some kind of clone bat... <laughs> It's a pretty big honor. Because he really under like he understands the really base emotions of what we're looking for in a movie. Yeah. Um, kind of at like a James Cameron level. Like for him, it's like math. He's like, oh, if I do this thing and this thing, we'll care about this character. That's true. And you can feel that as you're watching it, but it doesn't ruin the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like the whole thing with her kid in this movie, and you like never even fucking see the kid. The kid is just always <laughs> the mentioned. kid is never a character. Kid? The kid is an idea. Um. But Elizabeth Debicki is married to Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. He's a weapons dealer who's also like a future technology dealer, kind of. Like he's in communication with the future and doing things for them because he wants to end the world. Yes. He, because he is dying. He wants and to end the world. He's a very him. bad man. Yes. And uh, if he has to die, he thinks we should all have to die. Which is so he's complicit with this plan to end the past. It's a power move, so that really. the future can come fill in the void of the past, and they can reverse time. Yes, is what I gathered. I think you are correct. It was pretty heavy. It's very interesting stuff. You know, it actually is, and it's like you were saying, like they, this movie could have gone bad real quick. Like mm-hmm. it, this is a movie that was stretching thin on a lot yeah. of plot points. Well, it was so interesting just the way they introduced the idea of time travel, because at first it's not time travel, it's objects whose like electrons have been reversed, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep saying it uh, reversed entropy. Mm-hmm. So it's not really time travel, it's an object who... The, the <laughs> That is moving backwards while we're all moving forwards. Yes. So if I think about throwing this dog pepper shaker Mm -hmm. and then I put my hand on it, it comes up into my hand because it would be the reverse of me throwing it. Yes. Yeah. 
Which is nuts. Yeah, so that's where we're starting with that's, this movie. They <laughs> eased this in gently. <laughs> Very gently. They held our hand and like, here we go. Mm-hmm. We're going to walk you through this. And when I first this happened, I'm like, man, we were getting spoon fed. Yeah. And then I realized why. <laughs> so it starts there. It goes to that happening with people. Yes. <laughs> people moving backwards while the, their environment moves forward. <laughs> Which was nuts. Because, like, when he was running, it legit was just it like I was running insane. backwards. It looked insane. It looks so fucking crazy. And it's more than just, like, them reversing the footage. Like, mm-hmm. they had to do... I don't know what they did. But it looked fucking... Like, it, it almost gives you, like, like seasickness to, like, look at the way he's moving. Um, Yes. And, and the, there's an entire fight scene that he ends up having with himself. And yeah. We didn't know it. Yeah. Um, but Charlie's just losing. He's going his ham. Fucking mind out there. I don't know what he's so upset about. Good for it. him. Don't know if Jamie knows. Um, anyways. So yeah. Um, ends up having a fight scene with himself. Um, sorry, I got to turn off the air. You're gonna have to fill the void. I'm filling the void. So there is a thing. I'm back. You know, theory um sometimes we're too loud and we're outside and our neighbors get upset and then i couldn't figure out why we're being so loud it's because when the air is on that fan next to where we hang out is uh-huh. on and we're trying to talk over the fan oh. and then our voice just shoots straight into his window oh interesting so i have to turn the fan off when we're out there or you should kill him or i kill him yeah or my future self kills him and my past <laughs> self covers it up at the same time oh fuck <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so there's a fight scene we have where uh, uh, John David Washington's fighting a masked guy, and we don't know who it is. Yeah. And they pay it who off. Who has come out of this, like, odd machine that yes. we don't know what it is. Yeah, and we're watching that, like, man, that's strange, and he falls, like, the guy falls out weird. That's when we have the Two cool guys guy. come out simultaneously. Yes. One is moving backwards. That's the one John David Washington is fighting. One is just a normal guy. Mm-hmm. That's who Robert Pattinson starts struggling with and going after. Yes. Robert Pattinson, we see him chase after this guy, pull his mask off, and then react. And we're like, oh, what's going on? And then he comes back mm-hmm. after John Washington has this whole crazy backwards fight with this guy who gets away. Yes. And he's like, what the fuck happened to the other guy? He's like, I took care of it. Yeah, he's fine. And that's the moment where I was like, oh, I wonder if it's like, it's either him or it's it's one of these two guys. Like he, or, they, or each one was one of the two guys yeah, or something. Something. Like maybe Robert Pattinson actually saw himself. Yeah, exactly. Like something weird. Yeah. And um, they had sex and now he feels worried about it. I mean, at least you know everything you like. Right. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, in the moment, like there's nothing wrong with it. But like, like in almost every instances of... <laughs> consummated adult sexuality you come and you're like was that the right choice (laughs) (laughs) that's right there's that you know that brief come down no pun intended where you're just like am i a good person yeah like what (laughs) (laughs) have i been thinking clearly for the last two hours it's fair and he had that twice because it was with himself yeah that's why we would be a better society if everybody just like masturbated every five to six hours (laughs) Like, you just go... The alarm chimes. Do your your business. Yeah, and you come back, you're clear-headed. Yeah. You're making the right decisions. It's one of my life advices is always, you know... Yeah. You can't do that on a a clouded head. Oh, yeah. If you're going to go into any situation where you're interacting with other people, you should masturbate first. Mm -hmm. Any big decision in life? Yeah. Yeah. Words to live by. Yeah. I'm being 100% serious. (laughs) No, it's 100% true. (laughs) People do dumb things when they're horny. Yeah, absolutely very dumb thing. Yeah. And you don't even know you're horny. No, you don't. Man. <laughs> That's the next Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. Yeah. Guy just makes a bunch of terrible decisions, finds <laughs> out at the about, end he's just horny. <laughs> it's about an elite team. 
that like storms office buildings and jerks off executives before they make like billion dollar deals. <laughs> oh fuck! It'll be called, it's called the, the Sex Man. I was gonna say the Helping Hand. <laughs> It has to be like one en- enigmatic word, because that's what Nolan does now. It is. It's his thing. Um, and, hell. Uh, so yeah, there's cool fights where he fights himself. It's just called jizz. Just jizz. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Uh, this movie's dope. Yeah. yeah go see this or it's movie. Chris Nolan, so it's just called like post-coital. <laughs> post-coital. <laughs> Refractory. <laughs> uh, that's right. Everybody made really good decisions in that day. Mm-hmm. Can you get there in time? That's like their their form of social engineering. Is they just like burst in on like heads of state. Strap like Jeff down. Bezos is about to figure something out, and all of a sudden these guys like storm into the room, <laughs> strap him down, jerk him <laughs> off, and leave. It's all filmed in one shot. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I think we just cracked something. <laughs> uh, Refractory. The next film by Christopher Nolan. Coming to, coming to theaters 2024. That's right. Coming its way. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. God. Uh, all right. Well... <laughs> Back to this. Okay, so there was an entire end battle scene that had two teams being coordinated. Yeah, so two teams working simultaneously, one going forward in time, one moving yes. backward. To help each other. Yes, to help to accomplish one goal, attacking it from two different temporal viewpoints. Yeah, so people in the past were doing things to help people in the future. and people. In the There's future. one point where they have to like do something with this building, or it has to fall a certain way. Yes. Or something. I can't like remember what the impetus was, but they destroy the base of the building in the past. Yes. And then as they watch that effect happen in the future, they blow up the top of the building so that you watch it like assemble itself and then blow up at the top. (laughs) Yeah. Man. (laughs) It was fun. Fucking crazy. And they did it so well. Yeah. God. The editors better get like a fat fucking payday. Had to be hard to edit. There were fu- there were there was a moment where like they cut where I was like, well, there's absolutely no other way to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. To show like what the idea he was trying to get across, there's no way to show that and not cut. Like it was so interesting to me. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Man. I get why people want to see it again, especially knowing. Well, I want to see it again. It's just because I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, I guess at the end, the only thing that I like didn't really pay off too much was just the ending. The ending to me was like, he's just his own boss. So he's been planning all of this. Yeah. Well, he's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna go. Like now that he has this knowledge, he's going forward in time, having or knowing that like this is his path, and he has yeah. to like act on 
things to put the things that have already happened into motion. Yes. Yes. It's very... He's yet to actually meet Robert Pattinson for the first time. Yes, he has officially not met him in the first time. Yes. It's the first time to his past self, but his future self is still yet to meet him. Yes. Robert Pattinson already knew him and already knew all the events of the movie going through the entire movie and was just, like, acting his way through them. That's right. It's very Terminator. Very Dr. Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Just, like... Well, yeah, I know what's going to happen. I have to just go on because that's what happens. It's, I, I have to continue. What happens, happens. Exactly. What happens, happens. It's very funny. It gave me a lot of Terminator vibes. Yeah. Like, well, I'm meeting you now for the first time, but you have yet to actually really meet me. There's a whole action scene um, where they set off the fire alarm in this building, and instead of sprinkler systems, they have this, like, chemical mm-hmm. um, fire uh, suppression system. Kills that the basically, air. Yeah, kills the air. Um, and that's exact. There's a scene. The reason I leaned over to you and said Terminator Two. Oh yes, was, was at the confused. end in term at the end of Terminator Two, where they're at Cyberdyne Systems. The exact same fire suppression system is going off, and that's when her and John Connor have to like share the gas mask, or yes. the air mask. And Ar- Arnold like marches into that room and shoots all those guys with the smoke grenades. That's right. <laughs> and they're fine. And then blows the window open and shoots all the cop cars <gasps> with the minigun. And it's got the little thing at the end where it's like no casualties because <laughs> he just like shot him in legs and blew up cars and shit. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those bullets just happen to be massive. And I swear I will not kill anyone. <laughs> Man. Yeah, Tenet. I'm still like processing Tenet. It was a really good movie. It was really fun. God bless Christopher Nolan. I was so concerned. I thought this was going to suck. Just because you wanted it to not suck so bad? Yeah. I've been hurt. It's a, uh, it's a dark outlook here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's I mean, fine. I knew, like, going into it, like, even if it's a lesser Christopher Nolan movie, it's still a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I knew what I was in for. There would be an enigm- enigmatic female character. There would be... True. It, yeah, it was... Christopher Nolan's starting to have, like, a very... You just know what a Nolan movie is. Well, that's, like, the, the both the Hitchcock and the Kubrick of him. Is like the construction is so meticulous, but it's also like so him. Mm-hmm. So that when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, here we go. My buddy Chris. <laughs> yeah, he uses a lot of the same shots, a lot of the same. Everybody's always dressed in nice things and just has nice things. I love it. It's just, it's such a pleasure to look at mm-hmm. all his movies, too. And he just picks for no reason these stunning locations to shoot in. And he doesn't shoot on like green screens and shit like that. They no. like go to the places and shoot the things. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, Christopher Nolan. It felt like a hug. <laughs> the whole movie, I just felt like I was getting hugged. Christopher Nolan. That's right. Yeah, he smells delightful. Yeah. We're back in the Sandal theater. Wood. You were back in your home. I know. It felt so good. Now you get to go watch New Mutants. I'll, I'll probably see Unhinged before I see New Mutants. <laughs> that movie looks crazy. Have you seen the trailers for that movie? I think so. It's just like some woman is behind Russell Crowe at a traffic light, and he doesn't go when it turns green, and she just lays on her horn, and then he's just chasing her the rest of the movie. Oh my god. Yeah. I missed that. It looks fun. It looks, yeah, fun's a word. It's Russell Crowe just being like, yeah, I'm a fucking maniac, mate. (laughs) Is he letting his accent come out? Uh, I don't think so. Mm, He should. He should just always be Australian. Always. Him and Hugh Jackman. All the time. All the time. Yeah, none of them have ever like, let their Australian flag fly. He's oh. pretending to be Canadian. Wow. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. Wolverine is Canadian. True. You're right. He is. He's the most angry Canadian. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> most Canadians are nice. He's not nice. All right. It's kind of a short one, but... You have any more... You don't have any more feels to get out? 
I'm just, like, still processing it. Yeah. It was fun. It was I so really, much fun. I really enjoyed it. Like, that's the best way to describe it is, it's like, there wasn't anything that, like, blew my mind. It was just all so well done. Like, everything paid off perfectly. There was a moment in the movie that blew my mind, but it was because it was so quiet, but so chilling to me to, like, comprehend. Hmm. And that was w- when they're on either side of the glass, like, directly at the midpoint of the movie. Oh, yes. Because this movie is a palindrome. Yeah. There's a midpoint, an exact midpoint in this movie where characters literally switch yep. camera positions. And um, Kenneth Branagh's going backwards. Mm-hmm. Our main cast is going forward, but it's an interrogation. Yes. And he's talking to him through this glass, and he's hearing like a computer translated voice. And then after that, he's hearing him speak originally, but he's speaking backwards. Yes. And that scene was like, it felt like, like freaky to me. Like I was like, it was almost like a horror movie for a moment where I was like, oh my God, it's so fucked up. (laughs) What a fucked up situation to be in. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That was a good point. And that exactly was like the midpoint of the movie. And like, that's where you're right. We switched and Mm -hmm. momentum started switching with the characters. Exactly. It was fun. Mm Mm-hmm. John David Washington was the boss all along. See, that's where, like, I started... That's where, like, it, they teased me this info. I'm like, the boss of what? Yeah. Well, because, like, there are characters earlier in the movie that are like, oh, I, I'm i not... Res- or, I don't make that call, or I'm not yeah. responsible for that. And you're like, oh, there's, like, more going on? Like, there's, like, a hierarchy? Yeah. I mean, it was him. It's him all along. Him all along. He brought himself in. He brought himself in. He hired Rob Padson to <laughs> save himself, basically. Mm-hmm. So we're going to Terminator. So, yeah, no, go see Tenant. I mean, I, yeah, if you have an opportunity and you feel safe, yes, go see Tenant. Honestly, it was nice knowing there's gonna be a gap in between whoever was trying to, you know, come in. There's a whole lot of uh, like I felt like they were taking the safety measures very seriously. I didn't feel yeah. like it was gross or weird. No, it felt fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody was super happy to be there, and I felt so good just sitting in that recliner and you're back watching trailers back in church. Trailers were so good. Yeah. Man, the trailers really kicked it off well for us. What There was, like, one that I didn't care as much about. Well, it was right after you said all these trailers are great, and yeah. then it was just, then we fell off the cliff. Is it, it's that Ryan Reynolds one. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, where's the video game NPC? Which looks, like, fine. Yeah. It looks fun. They just, they didn't go hard. They turned him into the action hero, but I wanted to actually just have him be a comedy, and he's just an NPC in, like, a Grand Theft Auto game. Like, the entire time. Yeah. Well, like, the joke in the movie is he's an NPC that becomes the main character of the game. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. That's but fine. fun. That's whatever. I'll yeah. go... I'll see it. I, I may wait for it to come to streaming, but I'll see it. <laughs> I think the darker comedy would just be, like, what is the life of an NPC person the entire time? Yeah. Like, car comes flying through your house. You're just like, whatever. Yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> like, that would have been fun. So. But yeah. We're back. It felt good. Felt so good. It's a good Zach. I know. I'll go back next weekend and see something else. New Mutants? Maybe. I don't know. You scared? They're showing... No, I just, like, I don't want to waste the theatrical experience on, like, dog shit. (laughs) You gotta find, like, a... You gotta go... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like now I have this perspective of, like, every movie I see could be the last movie I see in the theater. (laughs) And you don't want to be Bloodwatch or whatever. I don't want it to be Bloodshot. (laughs) Fuck. That's rough. I mean, it was fine. It uh, ended up being the right choice. Good things came of it, but <laughs> that's good. At least I'll say no more. Good. Well, at least it was worth it in the end. 
Because that was the last movie you saw was Vin Diesel come back to life. Bloodshot. <laughs> That's your choice. I don't know. My I mean, it was. was March, so. Man, we Slim were so Pickens. young. Slim Pickens. We were so young and naive back then. Yeah. It's a whole world was oyster. Yeah, we were like, oh, James Bond's going to come out next month. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> Black Widow's about to come out. This is going to be great. Yeah, the summer's going to be great. Dude, James Bond looks so good. That movie looks fantastic. Like I'm it, really excited to see a really good James Bond again. It and I think yeah, I think this is gonna be it. He's going out. Go out on a high note, Dan. Daniel Craig is peak James Bond. He was like, yeah, yeah. It's you fun. don't want to be Pierce Brosnan and go out on Aww. your worst one. Poor Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> or like Roger Moore. What was his last one? He was like 80. It was uh. It was rough. View to a kill. Ugh. And that movie is bad. Yes, that is not a good one. He had a few good ones, too. I like uh, Live and Let Die, his first one, but I don't love a lot of Daniel Craig Bonds. You mean Roger Moore? No, Roger Moore. I don't I love agree. a lot of Daniel Craig Bonds either. <laughs> uh, yeah, Roger Moore's Bond's a little aggressive for me. But he was like the longest. Like He, yeah. he has the most movies under his belt of any yeah. Bond. Um, his was just very aggressive. His Bond was very like... Roger Moore? Mm-hmm. Aggressive. Yeah. Like, he was very... aggressively Roger Moore. <laughs> no, he's just very aggressive. Like, with the, uh, he, I feel like his bond is just very, like, violent with the, like, women. I guess. Well, I mean, I, maybe, but. So, James Bond, like, as a baseline. Yes. Problematic. Oh, yeah. With women. Yeah. Um, I feel like with him, it feels more creepy because he's so much older than all these women. That, too. Um, and it, like at a certain point, it feels like a joke. Like when women like jump into bed with him, you're like, "What?" Like, kinda. <laughs> like there's Sean Connery, mm-hmm. who's like sexuality is caveman sexuality, mm-hmm. and he like turns lesbians straight with the power of his dick. And you're like, "Fine, I That's believe what they it." Say. <laughs> if the, you say so, absolutely. Sure, Sir Sean, one hundred percent. George Lazenby had a one-off. One and done. It was what it was. I think it's actually a pretty good movie, but mm-hmm. it never will get that sort of perspective historically because no. he was this one-and-done Bond. He was really young. Yeah. And then we have more. I like Live and Let Die, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. He's in a lot more. <laughs> he is in a lot more. Um, I like the Timothy Dalton ones. Yeah, those are good. Living Daylights, hot take, controversial opinion, is my favorite Bond song. Really? Aha. Uh-huh. Huh. I'll, I'll listen to that It's again. a good one. It's fun. It's a fun one. Well, my favorite Bond one is. It's not Goldeneye. Although Goldeneye is one of my favorite Bond movies. Yeah. I think my favorite Connery uh, Bond is actually You Only Live Twice. It's fun. It's got that whole weird bit where they like surgically make him look Japanese so he can go. Oh yeah, that part's a little rough. But at the end, there's like a secret base in a volcano and it's full of fucking ninjas. I forgot about that. Yeah, ninjas are the best. Um, ninjas are the best. All right. God damn it, go see Tenet. Tenet is fun. Yeah, I'm happy we did this. <sighs> All right. You have anything else to say? No. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye.